Elisa stopped drumming her fingers on the console, certain it was a sign of impatience, nervousness, and apprehension. Captains should be patient, calm, and confident that their ships wouldn't be blown out of space as they approached populated planets surrounded by Alliance spacecraft. Or, if not confident, at least optimistic. This would work. The Star Nomad would slip through without a challenge, land near a hospital, and Alejandro would find a way to sneak in with his comatose starseer patient, the one who knew where Elisa's daughter had been taken. Her hand strayed to the pocket where she kept Yelena's bracelet, the one she had found on Cleon Moon. She also had her daughter's jacket, carefully folded on a shelf over her bunk. Touching it, even looking at it, brought tears to her eyes, but she would not consider locking it away in a drawer. One only did that with clothes that wouldn't be worn again for a long time. But she would find Yelena soon and return the jacket. Beck, Elisa asked, tapping the comm button. How's your progress out there? Did you know there's a comet headed this way? Beck responded from his perch on the hull of the Nomad. His white combat armor was visible on one of the ship's exterior cameras as he worked. Despite the hours, days, of work Micah had put into hammering his suit back into shape, Elisa could pick out the dents the mafia thugs had left when they had pried him out of it. She was relieved the suit was space-worthy, though Micah had suggested he not stay out for long. Yes, Elisa said. I'm tracking it on our sensors. The comet will pass by without bothering us. I thought being in its shadow might keep any long-range sensors pointed in this direction from noticing us. Arcadius wasn't yet visible on the Nomad's cameras, but it registered at the edge of sensor range. Even if it hadn't, the increased ship traffic in the area would have told Elisa that they were nearing a population center. It's not the comet's shadow I'm concerned about, Beck said. It's looking like it'll come close enough to give me a shave on its way by. If you weren't so hairy, it wouldn't be so tempted, Micah interrupted from engineering, where she was also monitoring Beck. Now are you going to open that panel today, or are you looking to be bronzed and placed out there as a permanent fixture? You have something more exciting to do? Beck stopped looking at the comet, his helmet swiveling back toward the ship and the panel underneath him. Besides denigrate my perfectly normal and desirable amount of body hair? I've got my resume out to work on again. Maybe this time we'll be on Arcadius long enough for me to send it to prospective employers. Careful, don't let that panel float out into space, or I'll tie you down in here until you make me a new one. You're sexy when you go authoritarian on me, Micah. Should I put that on my resume? I would. Elisa caught herself drumming her fingers on the console again, scowled at the wayward digits, and pulled them into her lap. How are the modifications going? Came Leonidas's voice from behind her. He stepped through the hatchway and into Navcom with a towel draped over his shoulder and a sheen of sweat on his thickly muscled forearms. Slowly, Elisa waved him to the co-pilot's seat without ogling him overmuch. She had too many concerns on her mind 
to dwell on the lack of sex she was getting these days. Leonidas rested his hand on the back of the seat, but paused there. Should I go out and help? Beck had wanted to give the task to Leonidas to start with, but he had been down in the gym hurling weights the size of space shuttles around. Elisa hadn't wanted to interrupt his training. He seemed certain they would find the starseers who had stolen the staff of lore from the cargo hold, and that there would be challenging battles ahead. Very challenging. I'm confident in Beck's ability to remove a chip, Elisa said. Is it this round doohickey? came Beck's voice over the calm. Or the square one? Leonidas arched a single eyebrow. Mostly confident, Elisa amended. Square, Micah said. Quit worrying about that comet and point your helmet camera at the circuitry so I can see it before you wrench anything out. Destroying the nomad's ident ship may only make patrols more suspicious, Leonidas said. Only smugglers and pirates fly without identification. Better to be suspected of smuggling than of having a wanted cyborg on my ship. Elisa prodded one of his forearms, knowing that cybernetic implants lay buried beneath the flesh. Besides, they won't have proof that we're doing anything illegal. With all the damage on the hull, our story should be believable, that the ident chip was simply damaged in an attack. Leonidas did not move his arm away from her prodding finger, but he also did not acknowledge it. Elisa missed the brief time when they had been dating, in a manner of speaking. The Alliance likely has a bulletin out for a Rambler 880, he said, gazing toward the view screen at Beck, or perhaps past him and to the stars. You're being pessimistic. Have you been spending time with my engineer? I heard that, Micah said over the calm. Beck, it's that chip to your right. Use the mag driver right on top of it to break the bond and then pry it out. It'll be difficult. Those chips aren't designed to be removed. You might have to get fierce with it. I can do that. I'm a fierce armored warrior, remember? <laughs>